you're about to embark on a journey, a journey of discovery that will last an eternity. It's time to stop experiencing God and begin to encounter him. After today, if you draw near to him, you will never be the same again. It's time to receive the inheritance of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm Pastor Clifton. This is Renewed Legacy. Welcome back to Renewed Legacy. I'm Pastor Clifton. I'm your host, and I'm excited that you've chosen to be here today. Today is the start of something new, something fresh in your life. Whatever happened a moment ago, whatever happened yesterday, last week, a month, a year, does not matter in this moment. From this moment on, moving forward is a start of something new right here. Your legacy is renewed. So let's jump right in. I'm going to come at you today with something a little different. If you listen to this, you got to get this. If you are in Christ, if you are on this road called life, if you're walking with Christ and you are not facing opposition, then I challenge you to challenge your walk in Christ. Because you have to understand, understand that persecution is a part of the walk that you have in with Christ in life. Christ tells us that just as he was persecuted, we will be persecuted. Being saved, coming on this side of the playing field, doesn't mean that you are exempt from life. Life does not get easier, ladies and gentlemen. I'm here to tell you right now, trust me, because once I got saved and I came into the saving knowledge of Christ, life did not get easier. If not, it got a little bit more difficult, a little bit more challenging, just a little bit. And I use that word very loosely. You have to understand that all throughout the Bible, all throughout the Bible, it, it, it shows us where anybody who was worth their weight in gold, they were persecuted. There was something, something attacking them, coming after them. Or there was a there was a wall put in place that they had to confront. There was no backing down. There was a decision. There was a choice to be made. And many of them fought back. They they met adversity head on or adversity was following after them, was coming after them. And it propelled them towards their destination in Christ, their calling on their life. And so if you just like I was t- talking about in my last podcast, if you are if you are trying to renew your legacy, if you're trying to build something to do something. That's never been done to walk in the calling that God has called you to. It's going to come with persecution, ladies and gentlemen. It's just going to happen. And I know you're thinking, man, man, you're such a Debbie Downer. No, I'm only trying to give it to you real. This world, this life you're living is not easy. It is not meant to be. It is designed to destroy you. It is designed to take you out before you can reach what God has called you for. But I'm here to give you the best of the best that today you can get your mind renewed it talks about it over in romans they said renew your mind 
be ye transformed. So I'm trying to renew your mind. I got to give it to you real because I can't just come at you soft and think, oh, it's going to be hunky-dory and, and everything's going to be lemon drops and, and gum drops. It's just not. It, it, this is a real thing. These things are, the, the enemy is here to kill, steal, and destroy that which God has implanted inside of you. Each and every one of you have been created with a purpose. But that purpose is going to come with persecution. Come on, somebody. It's going to come with its setback. It's going to come with shortcomings. It's going to come with adversity. It's going to come with not being liked. It's going to come with um, shortcomings. It's going to come with a lack. It's going to come with a lot of things. And I rebuke that in the name of Jesus for your life. But I, I would be remiss is it not to sit here and tell you what what it's going to be. Because you're probably listening to this and you you've never opened up a Bible. You've never you're not saved. You haven't been baptized with the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, with the filling of the Holy Spirit. You're, you're not speaking in tongues. You you know, every life is great for you. And you're thinking, well, if that's the case, why do I want to get saved? Because your eternity depends on it. Eternity depends on you accepting Christ as your Lord and Savior, accepting that he died for you. And if you, when you do that, your eternity is set and you don't have to worry about spending a life of eternal damnation. That is not a place I would love, would want you to spend. I would love for you to be on this side and be able to experience all the goodness of God's love and grace and mercy to know that you'll spend eternity being able to see the, the streets of gold, to, to, to see colors that you you can't see here the sh different the trillions upon trillions of shades of blue and greens and reds and violets and you know just just a plethora of of things that smells that oh it would just blow your mind but know that this world is designed to keep you in lack it is designed to keep you in bondage and it's designed to keep you persecuted, to keep you fixed on what's wrong and what's not right with this world. All the time throughout the day, you're bombarded with death and uh, uh, um, violence and hatred and and just so much stuff to bog you down that you can't focus on 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 God and what he's trying to get you to do and to get you to realize what you were created for, to get you to that next destination, to to get you to that job promotion, to get you to that that spouse he's called you to be, to to get to those kids that you're supposed to create and to get to that dream job you're supposed to create, to get to that painting that you're supposed to paint, that book you're supposed to write, that that company you're supposed to you're you're going to start, that Whatever that school, that 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 person you're supposed to meet, who's going to drop uh, a a great idea into your into your into your belly, there are so many things God is trying to get into you, but it's going to come with persecution because there's going to be so many things that are going to try and stop you to prevent you from getting to Christ. Well, what do you mean, Pastor Cliff? Well, look, let's look at it like this. When when. When we are in, in, if you're if you're in the book of, um, if you're in the, uh, if you're dealing with, uh, we're talking about David and Goliath, right? And in in David, in the story of David and Goliath, David is a sheep herder. He's just out tending to the flock, tending to the goats. He's just hanging out, and he gets sent in to the, in to, to go check check on his on his brothers and and whatnot. And he comes across uh, the army, Saul's army facing uh, 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 Goliath and his, and his Philistine army. 
And so this is bef- and at this point, David has already been told you're about to, you're going to be the, the you're going to be king. Having no experience, having no background and being a, a, a sheep herder. Now, talk about a true rags to riches story. So many of you are right now feeling unqualified, disqualified, not working in your field. But yet someone has told you you're going to be you're going to be doing something that has nothing to do with where you started. And when you get that realization that, you know what, I'm created for so much more, there's going to be opposition. There's going to be persecution. There's going to be adversity. Come on, y'all, you got to understand this. And so we find David on the field hearing this Philistine bad-mouthing God, talking dirty, saying, ain't nobody good enough to check me. Nobody out here. I'll go one-on-one, toe-to-toe, mono-e-mono. Bring me your best, and we're going to scrap right here, right here in front of everybody so that everybody, and I mean everybody, will know that I run this. Y'all will bow to me before the end of the day, you and your God. And David's like, what? Who is this joker? Who is this Philistine that dares badmouth my God? And so here we are at a moment of adversity, conflict, where we either can flee or we can fight. And so here we are right at the point of of there being a promise, because there's a promise in your life. And I promise you, there are going to be people, whether they be people on the street, they may be friends, they may be relatives, they may be family that may that may come against you and say, oh, I thought you was supposed to be the next big so-and-so. Look at you where you at. You ain't nothing. You ain't come from nothing. You ain't have nothing. You like your daddy. You like your mama. He, she want nothing. You ain't nothing. You ain't never going to be nothing. Come on. Anybody out there ever heard that? So you have to understand that, that your calling in life is going to come with some adversity. It's going to come with some persecution. And you have to make a decision. I'm either going to, I'm going to, you have to be like David. I'm going to stand for something. I'm going to stand up for what I know is true in the very pit of my soul. How dare you tell me what I'm not going to be? How dare you tell me that my dreams is not possible? How dare you just dare you tell me what I'm not going to do, what I'm not going to be, who I'm not called to be? How dare you? And that's, that's, that's the fight, the umph we need in ourselves to declare, you know what? How dare you tell me what God said is true about me? God is faithful. He said it, and I believe it. If he said whatever my hopes and desires and dreams are, he said he will cause them to be. Anything that I ask, I'm going to do it. God is not a, he, he is, he, God can't lie. He's not going to tell me one thing and and you come in and say, well, he didn't say that. No, I'm sorry. This is not an Adam and Eve, Garden of Eden type situation. You're not going to trick, tell me and trick me on mine for me to uh, to misrepresent what God has told me to which I know is to be the truth. So we find David here on the battlefield, a moment that can change his destiny, that can change his legacy. And he decides instead of running away, backing down and allowing everybody else to try and alter him to fight. Because we, we, we see Saul trying to get him to fit in a suit of armor. And 
David's like, no, that's not me, bro. That's that's that that's not my gear. That's not my suit. I'm not comfortable in this. And we find ourselves with friends and family and relatives and so forth and so on trying to fit us into this bubble that's not comfortable for us. Which can cause us, if we go out there and, and, the, and the suit they want us to wear, we'll, we'll, we'll miss what God is calling us to be. So praise God. Shouts out to David for knowing himself to say, wait, yo, this ain't me, bro. I'm not comfortable in this. I'm comfortable in my own skin. And if God was with me when I was fighting lions and tigers and bears, then surely he is with me as I go out and confront this Philistine fool who's trying to tell me about myself about my God and how he's not good. No, sir, my God is great. And he is greater than anything that I could ever fight, ever face. So we find David confronting the adversity, the conflict that is standing before him. And he declares to this, before the day's end, you will be laying face down dead in front of me and I will take your head in my hand. That's how we need to tackle adversity. That's how we need to confront conflict. That's how we need to fight any uh, afflictions that may come that try and come against us and alter our perception of who God has called to us to be. This this Christian life is not easy, ladies and gentlemen. Life alone is not easy, and whether you call upon Christ or not, I'm here to tell you: you have to get it in your heart and mind and soul that either you're going to stand for something and stand strong or you will never get to where you were supposed to be. You will always have the woulda, coulda, shouldas. You will always look back and regret, I wish I would have taken that chance. I wish I would have stood up for myself. I wish I would have spoke out. I wish I would have followed through that idea. I wish I would have pursued my passion. I, would, I wish I would have got my goals. I wish I would have done the things that I wish I would have instead of sitting here on my behind, wishing and wishing and hoping and wishing and wishing and hoping and, and just sitting here, twiddling my thumbs, not sure what I'm going to do. Understand that persecution is designed to either destroy you or it's to propel you. And like with David, David chose to confront it head on and it propelled him to that next level. So I'm telling you that in this life, it talks about counting out joy in the book of James. It talks about count it all joy when you go through different trials. And what does that mean? It means that, you know what? When I'm going through something, I know that this is refining me. It's bettering me. That is, it's, 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 it's getting what's in me that doesn't belong there and, and putting in what does belong. That's the joy that overcomes the world, that whatever is going, whatever is coming against me right now, it just means that I'm doing something that Satan doesn't want me to do. And, and on the other end of this thing is a blessing, a blessing and a promise. There is something on the other side of that persecution, that affliction that Satan doesn't want you to get to. That's why he's coming at you so hard. That's why he's making it so that. You know, your parents may have gotten divorced or you, you, you're in a bad relationship. You, you got divorced or maybe uh, you, you, you lost a child or you didn't get that promotion that you wanted or something happened that just felt devastating. It was a devastating blow out of nowhere. And you're just like, oh, man, maybe God didn't want me to have. Yes, God did want you to have. And you can either sit there lying down on your butt. Or you can get up and you can say, no, I will not. If God called me to it, then I'm going after it. 
It may just be starting a podcast, hoping that the that people will listen and be renewed. And you know what? You may come right with, and and it may be that the power is not working, or maybe the pay, the pay, the power didn't get paid, or the the machine doesn't start working. But you know what? There's always a more than one way to skin a cat, and I'm not gonna let nothing stop me from making this podcast, because somebody needs to hear that what you're going through right now is only to prevent you, and it's also to propel you. And if you allow it to propel you to that next level, if you choose to confront it head on, I promise you, God promised you that on the other side of that affliction is a blessing and a promise. And it's the and it's it's is exactly what you have been hoping and dreaming for for a year, five years, ten years, or however long you've been believing the thing. But there is definitely something in the afflictions and the persecution. It's just not we're going through life. It is designed to either propel us or it's designed to it is it is designed for us to confront it to get to that next level. But persecution is always designed to propel us if we choose to allow it to do so. It is all about mindset. We can either we can either sit there and allow persecution to talk, allow us to back up and 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 like a turtle go back into our shell or we can go boldly and strongly like the word of god tells go boldly come boldly and strongly come on now y'all got to get this so in life we're going to be we're going to be confronted with many battles and we have to choose like david to stand to that to upstand and 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 confront that battle and say this day you will be laying face down at my feet because I serve a God that is greater than any God that you serve. I serve a God that is more powerful than any that ever walked, that ever lived. My God is able to do as far exceedingly abundantly than I could ever hope, think, or imagine. And I can imagine a lot of crazy stuff. And so if that's, if that, if he can do exceedingly abundantly above that, then my God, my God, so if you're if you got something that 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 is uh, that is challenging you right now, I strongly advise you to stand strong, stand firm, confront it head on. Don't back away. Don't back away. Stand strong and confront it. And I promise at the day's end, they it will whatever that situation is, it will be laying at your feet. But you have to choose to accept the responsibility that God has called you to confront it. And then you have to believe and stand on that if, if it is in front of me, then God is for me and that I will be victorious this day because God does not lose. Some of y'all missed that. God does not lose. I can't make that any more clearer. Conflict will cause you to prepare, be propelled to the next level. Well, Cliff, I, there aren't Pastor Cliff, there aren't any conflicts that I'm facing, but I have a lot of conflicts that are chasing after me. Well, then, huh, I got that. We got that covered too. Now, if we talk about if we talk about a conflict that 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 is standing in in our way. What about a conflict that's constantly riding our coattail? That's constantly uh, like the monkey on our back. Well, then we can talk about we can talk about Moses all day long. Because Moses and the Israelites 
they were being, they had adversity constantly chasing after them. It wasn't in front of them. It was constantly riding their coattails, trying to destroy them. And so at this point, we find Moses and the Israelites fleeing from Pharaoh's rule, heading out to the promised land, the land flowing with milk and honey, a promise that God had already declared and said, this will be your land, the promised land, a land flowing with milk and honey. And so as they're out going towards this promised land, going towards the promise, there's a army pressed behind, advancing. You can hear you can hear the 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 the, the horses hooves hitting the ground. It's a thunderous roar coming behind you. Have you ever? I don't know if you. Ever, the only thing I can think of is is is. You know, you're you're riding down the road and you hear those big Mack trucks coming out and you're just and you're, you're and or you know you hear police cars coming and you don't never you don't see the police car or the ambulance or the fire truck you hear the, but you hear the sirens you hear the sirens but you can't tell which direction it's coming from now imagine knowing that what's coming behind you is here to overtake you and destroy you so you have adversity coming after you chasing you to bring you back and you have a decision to make because the Moses and the Israelites they they have they have God surrounding all encamped around them they have at nighttime they have a pillar of fire guiding them at nighttime and in the day to protect them from the sun and to hide them from the Pharaoh's army they have a fog a cloud surrounding them but all the while you can still hear just thunder from the the hooves of the horses and the chariots and the 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 probably they even they're screaming ah, get them who knows what that what the that that what they were saying but I can imagine it had to have been terrifying to know that every step that you make to try and get towards your goal you constantly have a reminder come on you constantly have a reminder of your past. Oh, see, somebody, that just spoke to somebody right there. You have your past trying to bring you back, constantly reminding you of who you are, all the stuff you've done, all the bad decisions that you've made, all that you ain't nothing, you ain't going to be nothing, just constantly, just always just there within an earshot, constantly and just bellowing loudly, reminding you that reminding you that I'm still here. You're still nothing. You're still this. You're still that. You're just like you never going to have. You never going to be just constantly those reminders, just constantly just right on your backside, constantly just there. I can only imagine having an Israelite mentality and being in the midst of God and still being reminded of who you used to be. And that's why this is Renewed Legacy, because the whole point of this podcast is to remind you of not who you used to be, but to remind you that God has called you to something greater. He's telling that you, behold, you are a new creature. You are a new creation. Old things have passed away. You are no longer old wine and old skin, but you are new wine and a new skin. Come on, somebody. Y'all got to get this. God is not worrying about who you used to be and what you used to do. He is not. He is reminding you of what you got, the promised land in front of you. You got to let go of the past. You got to let go of all the stuff people said about you. You got to let that thing go. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what they used to say about you because you are a new creature in Christ. And only thing that matters is who God called you, what he called you to be, 
who he called you to be, where he told you to go, and how you're going to get there. And so, just like Moses and these Israelites, they have their past coming, creeping up on them hard, real fast and in a hurry. And here we go. We got our, we got a, we got a persecution that is propelling and pushing them towards the promised land. Things are going to happen in your life. There again, like we talked about with eight, with uh, David, we're going to have situations that are going to meet us head on, and we can't go, we can't go any other way other other than moving forward and pushing through adversity. And we're going to have situations, we're going to have persecution and situations behind us, reminding us that you are no good and you're nothing, and try and pull us back. And as that, and you have to have that mindset that I will not turn back around. I am not going back to an Israelite um, mindset. I'm not going back to the Pharaoh. I don't care how much you scream and fight and call me what I used to be. I'm not going back there. And so just like the Israelites, you got to keep being moved. You got to keep moving forward, knowing that the promised land is just right there. It's already destined for you. Your legacy is already right out there ready for you to grab hold of. And you're still constantly being reminded and still got people talking in your ear and telling what you ain't and what you is and what you should have and what you could have and what you would have been doing. But you got to put that all to the wayside. Because I'm here to tell you that persecution, if you allow it to do what it's designed to do, it will propel you into your blessing propel you into your promise come on just watch this because see jesus knew judas was going to portray him but he allowed judas to do what he was supposed to do he allowed his that adversity to propel jesus to the cross come on somebody he allowed that persecution to propel him to the cross he allowed the conflict that was rising up against him to get him to the cross. He then he allowed he 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 let this opportunity. He didn't back down from it. He didn't stray away from it. He allowed this opportunity to build him up, to allow him to advance to the promise that God had declared declared. There was a promise there be of us mankind being restored to the Father. And the only way was to allow that persecution that was coming behind him, because Jesus all the while was being called every name out of the book, except being the child of God. He was called everything. He had a conflict in front of him. He had to, had to carry his own burden. He carried the, his own cross to Calvary. So he had a mountain in front of him. He had a, being stuck between, talk about being stuck between a rock and a hard place. I'm here to tell you that you got to allow don't be afraid of persecution when it comes because persecution is just knowing that the promise is even more closer. Don't allow when conflict stands before you and you're trying to get to that promotion and there's a conflict, there's a rivalry, there's something in front of you that you got to press through. Don't don't back away from it. Stand firm and press through it. Break through that wall so that you can get your blessing. And so when you have conflict coming from behind you, persecution coming from behind you, allow it not to do what is to do to cause you to go back. Because the Israelites could have, once they got to the Red Sea and they got stopped, knowing that on the other side of the Red Sea was their promise, they had a decision to make. They had to decide, all right, we're either going to press forward. I don't know who can swim, who can't swim. We may have to double up, maybe turn these carts into some boats like the Oregon Trail. We might have to do something. Or we can turn around and go back and continue to be slaves. But Moses, knowing the voice of God, 
said, we're going to press on. We're going to allow this opportunity because we're not going back. We can't go back because we got the promised land right here. And we didn't come all this way, whether it be 30 years, 20 years, 50 years, whatever God has called you to be, just like Abraham and Sarah, they were in an old age. And God said, you will have a child. So no matter how long it takes, I want you to desire hunger and thirst for whatever you're passionate about. Whatever God has called you to be, whatever it is, I don't care. It doesn't matter how long it takes. I need you to go after it. God needs you to go after it. Don't allow what people used to say about you. Don't matter where you used to go, who you used to hang out with. All that matters is right now. Get your legacy renewed. Get your mind renewed that right here, right now, in this very moment, you can decide that I'm going to allow all the persecution, all the stuff they used to talk about me. I'm going to allow this adversity that's in front of me right now. I'm going to use it to propel me. I'm going to use it as fuel, as fire to get to this promised land. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to let any and nothing stop me from getting to where God has called me to be no matter how long it takes because at the end of the day I want to be able to look at myself as in the mirror as a man or woman of God and say I did my very best today I gave it a hundred percent I gave it my all and tomorrow I'm going to do just as as much if not more and I know that I'll be one step closer to getting where God has called me to be so don't be afraid when persecution comes. Don't be afraid when you get challenged on the job. Don't be afraid when the bill collector calls you. Don't be afraid if they turn your lights off. Don't be afraid if the doctor gives you a, gives you a bad report. Don't be afraid if the money comes up short. Don't be afraid if you got a bad grade on the test. Don't be afraid when you get overlooked for that promotion because all that is is just propelling you towards your promise. And God's knocking on your heart and he's saying, yeah, you know what? I know this may feel like a setback, but I'm setting something up. Come on, somebody. Yeah, yeah, it may feel like a setback, but God's setting it up. So whatever it is you're going through right now, I want you to get it in your heart and mind that that persecution you're feeling right now, the people talking bad about you, the opposition, the conflict standing in front of you, all it is is, is designed is do one or two things. It's either to cause you to back up or it's causing you to move, press on. And I declare, I, I, I challenge you to press on, to strive, to push through, to endure, to continue to knock and knock and knock until that thing is open, to bust down that wall like the walls of Jericho. I dare you to give a praise and just let the enemy know you are not going to stop me from what God has called me to be. I will not when my when I take that final breath, I will not leave this earth not having reached my full potential. Whatever you're going through right now, I declare that you have the power. As it says in God's word, he has given you all sufficiency so that you may abound to every good work. He has said that there is nothing that you can go through that he hasn't already gone through and that he will give you a way of escape. He tells you that he has created you for a purpose. He has called you and declared from time was time in the beginning. He has given you dominion. He has called you to be blessed in the city and in the field going in and coming out. He has given you dominion over the things in the air, on the ground and under the ground. So you mean to tell me that all this persecution, you're just going to lie down? No, sir. No, ma'am. Stand up and fight. 
I declare that you be bold and victorious and you walk in your purpose. And even if you don't see it right now, know that it is on you. And that all the persecution, all the setbacks that are that are maybe occurring in your life is only setting you up to propel you into your blessing and the promise that God has had for you. Do not lose heart. Do not faint. Do not waver on that. Know that that persecution is is there because enemy the enemy Satan knows that if you give up now, you're going to you're going to be you're going to fall just short of walking through the blessing. You are on the cusp. You can just reach out and grab it if you just don't faint. Don't faint. Don't lose heart. Don't give up. Don't give out. Don't give in. Don't quit. Don't run away. Keep pressing. Keep moving. Stand. Stand firm. Do not give up. Allow that persecution to propel you, to infuriate you, to make you angry, to know that, oh, wait a minute, I'm being pre- I'm being oppressed. I, 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 there is something coming against me. And you know what? It can only be coming against me because I'm doing something in the will of God. And the enemy, the demonic realm, doesn't like it. So it's trying to stop me. And you know what? That makes me angry. But you know what? That's also making me want to do more. Because if it's ticking them off, then I'm doing what I know God has called me to do. So I'm going to do more. And the the more he in the word is clear, the more I'm persecuted, the more I'm blessed and the more I'm blessed, the more I can do for the kingdom of God. And I can pull somebody out the fiery pits of hell because that's what we're here for, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we're here for. So I encourage you, I, I encourage you to stand firm. Whatever adversity, whatever situation is coming against you, I dare you to ball up your fist and start knocking and punching at that wall because eventually you're going to break through. And whatever is trying to come back and pull you back, whether it be an ex-spouse, uh, uh, a, a, a job or, or something that you did that you're not pleased of, a picture on Instagram, Snapchat, or whatever the case may be, whatever it is that you, you did in high school that's trying to come back to your felony or, or, or a bad decision, whatever, you are not bound because God is one that can, has already set you free. Now, that doesn't mean that you're not free from the, the natural realm. But you know what? God can turn that thing around. I saw something today where a, a, a young woman was uh, had some like 20-some-odd felony convictions against her. But every last one of them was overturned. And she has like four doctorate d- degrees now. She's got a job. She's doing flirts, making a six-figure salary. Come on. So if God can do it for her and she was person, come on, then God can definitely ensure, surely, because he is not a respecter of persons, would do it for you. So I, I pray wherever you are, whoever's listening to this right now in the name of Jesus, that you get it in your heart and mind, that you have peace of mind, knowing that whatever's coming against you, that you, it is it will not overtake you. It will not overthrow you, that you will stand firm, that you have the courage to stand firm, that you will know that God has called you to do something greater and that this this light affliction right now is propelling to your blessing, that your blessing is coming, that it is already here and that you stand firm so that you can reach out and grab hold to the promise without wavering that you can stand firm in the day so when all is said and done god will look upon you and say well done my good and faithful servant well done 
I pray that no matter what comes against you from this day forward, it will not overtake you, but it shall make it will shall propel you forward. I pray right now, whoever is listening to this under the sound of my voice, that you are bound to every good work, that everything that you put your hands to shall be glorified to give him honor that in, in, in turn will flow back to you and through you. That wherever you give, according to your passion, to your heart's desires and dreams, according to his purpose, that it shall come back to you pressed down, shaken together and running over. I pray that whatever opposition, persecution, oppression, depression that is trying to hold you captive, that you be set free right now in the name of Jesus. Whatever conflict stands before you, I pray that you stand boldly and confidently knowing this. That at the day's end, that affliction, that conflict will be laying face down at your feet. I pray God's abundant will over your life. I pray his unmerited favor in your life. I pray God's grace over you, you and everything you lay your hands to according to his will and purpose. I pray that not only you be whole, but you be well. I pray I pray that you hear, that you hear this today. That something seeps down into your soul, that it is not like the seed thrown to the wayside, but know that it is a seed that hits the ground and becomes firmly rooted and grounded and grows to a harvest that produces a legacy for generations upon generations to come. I pray this over you, man, a woman, child of God. I pray favor in your life and know that whatever is coming against you right now, I pray that you choose to attack it head on. And that you choose not to stray, that you choose to fall back to the wayside, stand firm and allow this opportunity. To reach. For the promised land. I pray that this that this message today reached you where it needed to, that it is just what you needed to hear. I'm Pastor Clifton. And I pray that your legacy is renewed.